I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast, where we talk about simple ways to make your days feel easier and more productive. We get there through the ultimate life hack of self-awareness plus intentional living. It's an empowering journey, but don't worry, I keep you humble by remembering God is in control. And we are beginning a fun month here on decluttering and we're easing into it today and we're going to start with the living room and today is really about um, not just running through and just like grabbing everything and emptying out your room the process is really it begins with asking yourself some questions you have to know what's important to you like what you need in this room like how you need this room to work for you and what you want it to look like before you can actually like really do a successful decluttering because you have to know where you're getting to like what you need this room to be and then you make that happen and you live with it and see how it feels and adjust as necessary so we're starting this process out just with a reminder that decluttering's not just about removing things. It's about creating a space that you enjoy, that functions the way you need it to, and that can just make you happy to be in. It's your home. <laughs> we we want to enjoy being in it as a family. So this is the process we're going to work through today, and I'm just excited to start this with you guys and um, yeah, just help you have some breakthrough and really build up this like strong momentum from the start of how to tackle your home. So let's get going. All right, today is the first episode of our room by room decluttering journey. And if you haven't listened to the last episode, go back and listen for how to start decluttering because I go over like the three potential strategies. So for the purpose of the podcast, the easiest way to do this is by kind of going room by room throughout your house and talking about decluttering. And that's kind of how like I prefer to work as well. Um, but there are other options for you to approach the decluttering process. And this is an important first step. So if you didn't listen, stop, go back, listen to that so that you have your strategy in place that's going to work for you. I don't want you to start down a method that like doesn't fit your nature or personality and will just cause you more stress and overwhelm. Like that's, that's not the point. So quick disclaimer, make sure you have decided your strategy and you may find as you start the process that the one you picked might not be the right one. You might've thought you would like to go room by room and that doesn't work. Go ahead and switch it up. Like no worries. Um, so, all right, beyond that, we are going to, like I said, start this room by room through the month of decluttering and we're going to start in the living room. We're going to ease into this. That is probably a room that has like the least amount of clutter. I would say most of the time that room tends to be the most put together. Um, of course, that's not always the case, especially depending on the age of your kids and 
um, everything, but we're going to start there because I think it was a good one just to um, see some progress in a room that you're probably in a lot of the time. So the main thing for today in this particular space is really defining what you want it to be. So kind of thinking of it in three categories. What do you want the room to look like, feel like, and how do you want it to function? So that's kind of a starter step of what do you want it to look like when you walk into the room? Like what what do you want to see or not see? And how it feels is really important too. So there may be things that you really want it to feel just like really clean and streamlined and not see a lot of things. Maybe you don't need it that severe. Like for you, you just want it to feel cozy and everything accessible and like blankets and things all around like available to you. I don't know. This is something you will have to define like what you want it to feel like and that's impacted by what's in your room and Um, That goes like down a design trail of colors and all the things. But just for now, just kind of in this lens of decluttering, like just to kind of know how far you need to go, like not to have some certain preconceived kind of picture, Pinterest picture in your mind of what the living room has to look like. It's what do you want it to look like and how do you want it to feel for you and your family? And then how do you want it to function? Like what's happening in this room? Like what is crucial? What needs to be in here? And we're going to dive into that more specifically. So those are just kind of starter couple things to think about as we kind of approach the living room area. And really that is for any room. Um, So I'm just really going to run down through some questions to think about and identify and help you navigate what to take out of your room, what to put in your room, like what needs to be there. So let's start with like kid stuff. Um, Having toys in the living room. I feel like that's a decision you need to make. And really, I would say the only reason you would have toys in there is when you have like toddler and younger age. But it's really something you'll have to define um, for you. And it could still be a little beyond that taller stage. But it's just deciding, do you want toys in the living room? And your maybe your first gut reaction is like, no, I don't want toys in there. Okay, let's pause and think a little deeper. I'm not going to convince you, try and convince you to have them in there. I just want you to just stop for a second and think, would it be easier if you did have some in there? Are they always bringing the same toys into the living room? Are you always carrying the same toys back out? Would it make sense to have a nice basket, like one basket with some toys in it in the living room? Like, would that make things easier for you and clean up easier for you? And maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't. I just want you to think through this not just in a like knee jerk reaction of like, no, I want this pristine, like perfect thing. When in this season of your life, there may be some things in your living room that you don't always want there and that's okay, but it might make things easier for now. 
So I just want you to think about it. Um, and then another one on a similar theme is games. Um, I just decided to move all of our games in our living room so that they would be more accessible. We would be more likely to play them when we do play them. It's often, um, in that area or dining room area. So, um, that's a choice that you can decide, um, if you want those things in that space, like if that's something you use a lot or not in that area. So thinking through games and then more towards maybe some typical things of the living room. A lot of times we'll have like throw blankets or something like that. Um, and this is where visual clutter can really affect you more than you realize. And so you can kind of decide like, it's just sort of throwing the blankets like on the ends of the couch or on a chair or whatever, and just kind of being there available. Does that feel good to you? Or does that add to the feeling of clutter? Do you need it to be more streamlined? There's no right or wrong here. It's just a choice you need to make. Um, Because even sometimes it's a bunch of just little things that add up that make a space just kind of feel cluttered to us. Like it just doesn't feel as peaceful. So that's a simple thing just to decide like, am I okay with blankets kind of being wherever they are? Or would it feel better to kind of as part of the nightly routine, just quickly toss those into a large basket that you have in the room? Uh, Easy choice to make that can make a big difference. Um, And then thinking about the bulkier pieces of the room, like your furniture. Is there the right amount of furniture? Do you have too much? Do you have too little? Like maybe there's just one too many chairs or like, just too many big pieces of furniture and it's crowded and there's not room to actually like sit and play with your kids or like easily walk around. And maybe there's just too much furniture as part of your clutter problem. And if you're able, maybe swapping out for a different furniture choice or, um, something that you can have extra pull out like the coffee table with, um, like ottomans that tuck underneath of it or, or something like that, um, a dual purpose bench or something. Um, just kind of thinking through the actual furniture in the room, if that is causing unneeded stress. And it may just be the furniture is okay, but the layout is off and it makes it tricky to like walk around there. You're always like bumping your leg on the corner of something like just, it's things that we live through and we don't even notice because it's just like an everyday occurrence. Like we're numb to realizing, oh, I could easily change this and not have this problem every day. I could not ha- like get a bruise on my leg constantly. I could just rearrange the furniture, but we don't even think of it because it's just that's the way it is. And that's the way we're navigating. And So I just want you to like open your eyes to the freedom and possibility to just move things around a little bit to work better. So that might be something you need to play with and just to not like be frustrated by your room. And that's really what it comes down to. Like the clutter is anxiety, overwhelm, frustration, all those things. Like the goal of this process is to have more peace and function in your rooms. 
So just filtering everything through that lens, we just want this to be more peaceful and work for you. So that's kind of how you make your choices. And then, so beyond the furniture, um, comes the, like the smaller things, the knickknacks and decorations. Are there too many? Like, do you have just too many things like covering all the surfaces and there's all these cute little things that you have and you're like, Oh, I have to put them out. And, or again, it's just kind of always been out there. Is there too much that it just feels, it makes the room feel cluttered to you and clutter. That's the thing. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to define what that is for you. Like it doesn't just mean like trash or things that like hardcore don't belong. Like the hairbrush does not belong in the living room. Like sometimes it's pretty things, but there's too many of them. So just kind of looking through and deciding if there's too much or can also be too little. I know that feels weird to say in a decluttering episode. Um, But again, going back to that root of like, do you feel good in this space? Is it comforting and peaceful and happy? Um, So you may need to streamline a little bit. And it doesn't mean like you go through like a bull in a china shop and just start throwing everything in boxes and like take everything away. That That's not the point either. And so you can kind of test this out, like grab a box and, and choose some things to take off and just store that box elsewhere for a few weeks and just see how you feel in the space. So even if this whole thing is just like, I can't, I can't even deal with this. The goal is to get things that you're moving like into their home into the place where they're going to stay and not, we don't want to just accumulate like piles of boxes of stuff that you still have to deal with. That's not ultimately the goal, but cause that becomes a different overwhelming task. So ideally we want to deal with it, but like this is your permission slip to, especially for this room where there's probably not as much going through. If you need to putting things in boxes and do a trial run of moving things out And just living with your space with less stuff and see how it feels. See how it works for you. And that'll give you that additional motivation and like kind of spark to be like, yes, my like, I can actually enjoy my home again. Like this can feel better and work better for us. So just kind of navigate like through like this includes like your wall space. Like if you have a ton of hanging stuff and just stuff on surfaces, just kind of go through and do a little simplification and live with it for a little bit and see how it feels. Is there anything you miss? Do you totally forget about it? You might have to put a reminder in your calendar to like reevaluate in three weeks and be like, oh, I totally forgot about all that stuff. To haven't missed it. Great. Go ahead and just move it out. Take it to divination. Um, so like this is just kind of each element of the room. We're just analyzing what what is a good fit and what isn't. And like, what do you always need in the room? Like, as you go through this, there's things like, we must have the furniture. We must have something for the remotes. Like, we need a box of tissues. Like, we need the extra blankets. Like, whatever, whatever it is that you need, there's kind of that list of like, okay, these are musts. They have to stay. Those are easy decisions that you're not like wrestling over. Like, that's a done deal. Move on to the other things. Um, 
And just to like continue circling back to the idea of when we were talking about the toys, like what are you constantly picking up and putting back and like questioning, like, should it just have a space in the living room? Like, is it something that makes sense to be in there or not? Um, And that's something like, no, if we're always picking up kids' socks, like, do we need a a basket for dirty socks in there? I'm going to go with no. (laughs) Um, Working with, I mean, maybe it's some container that the kids, like, deal with every night. But what, I mean, whatever works. But just simply asking the question, would it be easier if whatever this item is just kind of has a home in this room? or not? Or what system do I need to implement? What expectations do I need to share with my family that we agree these items don't belong in this room? So what can we work on to keep them from landing here constantly? Uh, Maybe that's the backpacks or something like that. And you create homes and systems for those other things. But it's just simply asking the question and instead of just dealing with stuff every day and being frustrated by the same junk piling up in the room, let's not just think that's how it has to be and be mad at our family for doing that. Like have a conversation and come up with a system, keep working towards a solution till you find one that works. It's worth it to find something that works than to live every day having clutter pile up and being stressed out in your house and not enjoying being in your home. So this is just kind of, I hope just a little bit of eye-opening thing for you to just really take it a step further and dig a little deeper when you are walking in to declutter a room, like to really stop and think before you take action, thinking through what needs to be there, what doesn't, what makes you feel good in this room, what doesn't, like, just to really help you decide what, what needs to stay. And this isn't a long, like, hour-long psychological process. It's just a quick gut reaction. And sometimes you do need to follow that gut reaction um, with, okay, will this make it easier or harder? And so we're just checking through everything so that we can create the space that you want and that works for you. And if you're on my email list, like here's a little, a little thing. If you're not there, like get on it, go to the bottom of the show notes for email, sign up and get on there. Because if you are check your inbox, you have a free printable and it's what I call a room awareness sheet. And you can print off multiple and kind of put one in each room in your house and take a week and don't do any decluttering yet. This is an awareness week where you put up these printables and you kind of take notes and answer the questions. I think there's like four questions to just kind of be like, oh, I find that I'm getting super annoyed like every day this week, picking up this thing out of this room, like write it down. Or I just realized I really love having this thing in the room or this is working really well, like keeping track. And some of these questions we've gone over in the episode today, like it's just a little awareness sheet that you can make notes. So then you have some information and you can see how like everyone's feeling in the space and what it needs to do for you. 
And then you can be empowered to make those changes because you're like, yeah, I know this is how I'm feeling all the time. And this is the constant stressors. And these are the things that I need to deal with. And you have that information. So it's just a fun little exercise you can try um, by putting these up and just kind of recording your um, experiences, like what works and, and it helps you decide, um, what the room does need to look like and function. Like if you're having trouble, um, making those decisions of, uh, should this be in here or not? Like if you're vacillating, like try this little exercise and see if that helps you, um, to understand what you guys need in your home. So Again, check your inbox for that. And if you haven't signed up, I'll give a little grace for any new signups and I'll um, send that printable out to you um, within a couple days. So yeah, get on the list. Um, go ahead and start. This is your challenge um, till the next episode is to work on your living room. You can re-listen to this and kind of think through those questions and look through your space and just kind of piece by piece, work through decluttering it and making it into the space that you enjoy, you want to be in, you want your family to hang out in, and you can relax in. So get to it. Let's get this room feeling good. We are easing into it. And I just can't wait to join you next time and hope that you're already feeling just a little bit lighter and encouraged to work through this decluttering journey with me this month. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you found anything helpful or challenging or inspiring, you got some new ideas, take a minute and share it with a friend. Like help your friends have easier, less stressful lives. And so send them a text or share it on social and tag me so I know what's helping you. If you haven't left a review yet, There is no like button for podcasts. Reviews mean everything. So take a minute and leave me a quick review and I would so appreciate it. All right, now let's go check some boxes.